This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Lisa, it's your birthday. Oh, man. God bless to this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister and I'm proud of you today. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. I wish you love and goodwill. I wish you praise and joy. I wish you anything your heart desires and your first kiss from a boy. Oh. That song is ruined. Now it's ruined, yeah. That last line. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just like my first kiss from a boy. <laughs> no. I open mouth kissed him and everything. Oh, everything. Tildred. <laughs> hey, Tildred. Oh, if you guys don't already know. <laughs> <laughs> the top, first of all, I'm not laughing because the documentary was funny. I'm just laughing because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. So we're just going to get right into this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Genius Brain Podcast. And you guys already know we had to get in on this real fast just because. So first of all, the whole do- the, the R. Kelly thing happened, right? And then after the whole R. Kelly thing happened, there's this. they were just waiting for the Michael Jackson documentary. We got Khalif Boy with us today. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's a rough time to be a light-skinned black dude with curly hair right now, I'll tell you that. I saw them damn comets. As he was going down, it yeah. felt like a Brillo pad. Oh. <laughs> that was racist. Wade Robinson, you were wrong for that, bro. <laughs> Yo, so if you guys if you guys haven't seen this already, there's been this HBO docuseries on Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and basically all the allegations about him being a sexual predator. Now, prior to this, now I gotta really learn how to do some research before I adamantly defend somebody. <laughs> this is the second time I've defended a sexual harasser. Who was the first one? Bill Cosby. Uh, well, yeah. And I and I backed up Bill Cosby with the quickness, and I was I was wrong. Well, yeah. And people say that it still hasn't been proven, but I think when eighty-seven women come out, you're pretty much done. <laughs> some pretty bad numbers. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with this whole docu series, so when I was, so I just got back from um, Vegas, and while I was in Vegas, Khalif was texting me like, "Yo, did you see this HBO uh-huh. docu series?" And I hadn't seen it yet because I, you know, number one, I love Michael Jackson. Who doesn't, man? I love Michael Jackson. Everybody wanted to be MJ growing up. Yeah, man. And so, like this whole time, like when I hear about somebody trying to slander his name i'm just kind of like i always brush it off a little bit you know just because everybody wanted to dance like him everybody wanted to be like him and for me specifically like i just remember uh when uh he was on his last tour before he passed away mm, i bought this t- is it. we me and my best we were gonna buy tickets and then he passed mm. he, he i forgot what the reason was what how he died 
Yeah, how he died. What was the drug? I forgot. It was also called a drug overdose. Because a right? doctor got uh he got sentenced. Oh, after that, really? Mm-hmm. I think I forgot that doctor's name. I forgot. How much you want to bet he touched his butthole? Oh, and, then he, and he poisoned him. He wasn't young enough. Oh, well, okay, fuck, well. man, this is gonna be rough. Now, nah, not for me. This is gonna <laughs> be rough. Oh man, I am so nervous. Yo, so when you watch the docu series, <laughs> it's so interesting because number one, I remember uh, from the cases, Macaulay Culkin adamantly denying. That Michael Jackson uh, touched him. Said he did not touch him. He goes, there was no sexual relations between me and that light-skinned man. And I just, he was just my friend. <laughs> you said light-skinned man? Yes. <laughs> Ultra light-skinned. That probably made him really happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when, I, when we were watching it, it was so weird because, like, it just it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. The, the way they really developed the family and the relationship and you got to like feel for this family, like you're almost a part of this family. And then here comes Michael Jackson, larger than life. And everything seems dope at the beginning. And then the grooming process starts. And he groomed them. That yeah. was the interesting part because everything seems so innocent, right? right? And these parents, and the reason why I give these parents uh, a lot more slack than the R. Kelly parents, because the R. Kelly parents knew it. They knew about him pissing on that girl. Ugh. They knew about the golden showers. They knew about all that shit about him just walking around with a bag of cookies at every high school. <laughs> yeah, Aaliyah, McDonald's. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, they knew about all that stuff and mm-hmm. they didn't care. With Michael Jackson, it was a little different. Right. Yeah, because he just was he was on the ascent of his like really huge start, worldwide stardom. And in comparison to like R. Kelly, like like you said, like everyone knew that and his certificate his marriage to Aaliyah and that yeah. weird thing. So yeah, all of the scandals were out, so it was kind of weird with Michael Jackson. Like, well, it w- it wasn't weird because for them, it's more like when I was watching it, all I could think about was Michael Jackson seemed like a really good guy that cared about the kids. Right, that's what it seemed like, anyways. Right, so he would have the kids come out and they would dance on stage, and then he would take them backstage and fuck them. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you you guys are probably upset because this you know sounds like a joke, but if you saw the document, this is not a joke. It's like not. legit, it was so weird, and like I'm watching this, thinking to myself, like number one, okay, first of all. If you guys haven't seen this clip, it's a clip of Michael Jackson talking about how a lady saw his face and basically... (laughs) He couldn't get through this without that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this has nothing to do with the children. Yeah, so this this, the clip he's talking about is from um, uh, the interview that Martin Bashir did in 2003. And it's like living with Michael Jackson. You get to go to Neverland Ranch and see Michael as a normal human being. But as you know, this guy was not. Uh... It's not. It, it, there was just one part that cracked me up because I guess like in this, <laughs> in this, in this interview, I guess Michael is opening up about number one how he felt about his image growing up. And you know, as we all know, Michael changed the color of his skin, you know, got, you know, facial reconstruction with the nose and everything else. Um, Knowing that, so he's basically telling the story about how this lady basically called him ugly. Now, I should should have laughed, but it's just the way it happened. So he's telling the story how he was at the airport. And when he was at the airport, uh, 
this lady recognized them because they uh, people around them recognized the Jackson Five, and then one of the ladies was like, "Yo, where's Michael Jackson? Where's my where, where's, where's where's Michael Jackson?" And then somebody was like, "That's Michael Jackson right there." And she looks at Michael's face and goes, "Ugh." <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> First of all, who the fuck was that lady? That's so fucked up. Like, why would you do that to a little kid? He was like 12 at the time. Yeah. And he, I guess he had like pimples on his face because he was going Dude, through puberty. puberty. Yeah. And the first thing she does, she looks at this 12-year-old kid's face and goes, <laughs> That's cold, man. That's so cold. And I could kind of see like, like how he got messed up from it. Yeah. You know? And just like, I want to meet that lady. I want her to come out and have her own docu-series where she's just like <laughs> the lady that just went around just calling little kids ugly. <laughs> Not even ugly. She just went, <laughs> That's so, man, that's so extreme. That's so extreme. But yeah, I mean, him, his image in, like, was a bit of LIGO. Is that I, I, I guess like that's that's where uh, you you had the the skin discoloration, right? Yeah, and he was making an argument in that case about like how, what about the white people who go out and get tans and no one says anything about that? So why can't I? And then he went back on his word and said like God gave him vitiligo, and, oh. um, and it kind of was a, a blessing for him because he wanted to be less black, or as I would say, uh, or as I took it, he wanted to be less like his dad. Because uh, he was compared a lot to his dad, uh, image-wise, and his dad said he hated his nose, right? Yeah, that his what dad happened? said it was huge. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't like your big old black nose. Or yeah, it was like, like big nose, something like that. And then he just hated his nose ever since, and yeah. he just made it as small as possible. Yeah, yeah, he hated his dad, I and mean, that was the toughest part about that other interview with uh, Martin Bashir. Yeah, Martin Bashir, um, just saying like how. I think it's widely known Joe Jackson was a very evil man, terrible person, terrible person. Beat the shit out of the uh, out of the Jacksons and made sure they were perfect on their dance moves, especially Mike. Um, and then Jermaine was supposed to be the star, but uh, the mom was like, "No, I think MJ is going to be the star." And Joe didn't believe it, and lo and behold. Did you watch right. that? Uh, it wasn't a docu. It wasn't a documentary, but it was like a remake of Michael Jackson's life. Oh yeah, it was freaking. Uh, it was on MTV, I think. It was on MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the only thing I remember from that is when that fool did that spin and his hair caught on fire in that Pepsi commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I remember throughout that whole for thing. For real? You don't remember? The only thing I remember for that from that uh, series was um, Angela Bassett playing the mom, and Angela I remember uh, the, the the meaning behind the song Ben. Oh, I don't remember that. Remember, he like befriended that rat in the kitchen. Oh, and his dad got pissed off and killed that rat. And he's like, Ben, I forgot Ben. I forgot how that song goes, but that song's about that that rat. You know what's crazy too? Because if you guys watched the R. Kelly docu series, uh, R. Kelly wrote "You Are Not Alone" for Michael Jackson. That's right, he did. That's crazy. it's too much, man. <laughs> and both of them were abused by family members. Uh, sure. I'm not sure if uh, Michael Jackson was sexually abused, but he was abused by his father. Like, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know about if he was sexually abused. I don't think so. But I know he was he was uh, verbally and physically abused by his oh, dad. And it time. definitely messed him up. Yeah. Because the whole thing that people would talk about with Michael Jackson was 
he liked being around kids because his childhood was taken away. So he was never allowed to be a child. Mm -hmm. So that's I think that's how either people were justifying his relationship with children. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you say it like that, it does make sense. It makes sense. But, man, you really created this big monster out of it, just enabling that. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you kind of step back and you look at it, he always had a kid around him no matter what. And that was basically his fucking grooming his, process. His mussies just around, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was his little, little, little mussy toys. Yeah. And I would have never thought that. I just would have thought he was the coolest guy on earth. And that's why all these kids would flock around him. Like, yo, I want to be that kid that's around Michael Jackson all the time. Mm. And so I think that's why kids liked him because he's like, he was the cool adult that would let kids hang out, not even other adults. Right. It's so hard to see that in hindsight now because, like, like I was saying earlier, like being seven years old and seeing Mike on MTV dancing and the glove and like performing, it's just like he was just larger than life, just like a, a like a god, you know. And I can imagine like if I was seven years old and Michael Jackson held my hand, I'm like yeah, dude, yeah, just friends, just friends, dude. You know what threw me off was kind of how slowly he did. He was very meticulous oh, with it, manipulative, yeah, right. So yeah. it wasn't like. He had the kids, and all of a sudden, the parents were there. And then he went up to the parents and say, "Hey, I need y'all to leave the room real quick because we got to practice our dance moves." Tito, grab this kid again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, grab right. the mom and throw right. her ass out. Yeah, take on the carnival. <laughs> and then, but he wouldn't do that. He would first, um, what had them over mm. for a second. He would start having. He would spend the night at their house, right? Right, playing toys, and he even developed a relationship with the first guy. Mm-hmm. Um, through his parents, and his, and even his mom was like, "No, Michael Jackson was like one of my kids. I would do his laundry. laundry. Like, what the fuck? Aren't you guys like similar in age? What the hell are you <laughs> talking about, lady? You tell him to do his own laundry. Yeah, so she would do his laundry, <laughs> make him meals. Right. They would hang out, but slowly things started to progress, and he was very, very, I say, smart with his uh, predatory uh, uh, plan. But how do you develop that? That's just so crazy and conniving. Like it is conniving." It's so like you have it, oh, the way he did it was so it seemed like such a textbook and executed to perfection because he did it with so many kids. Yeah, because he would do the whole, you know, I'm coming over, let's spend the night, uh, let's hang out. Right. Which initially is kind of sounds like familiar, like because he said like he's like a 14 f- uh, year old kid. That was yeah. always a, a, an argument that a kid would have is like, well. It's like, Michael, why are you, you're 44, why are you hanging out with a 14-year-old? And the 14-year-old would be like, he's like a 14-year-old. And yeah. like the kid would justify that. So it's kind of, you already see the brainwashing. And like yeah, the, it's almost like normalizes it. He would give them like a script, script. almost. Yeah, like R. Kelly, like. Yeah, they would almost have a script. And mm-hmm. then, they, then they started, oh, in the documentary, they were also saying that, um, I forgot who it was with. I think it was with Wade Rob, Wade. Which one was he? The they would do the drills. Uh, that was with uh James. Oh, James. I'm pretty sure James or Jimmy. James. Okay. Maybe it was maybe they call him Jimmy. Yeah. 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 So Jimmy would do the drills with him. It's oh. like okay, okay. So when somebody busts through this door, I have to do the voice by the way. <laughs> so when they <laughs> go through the door, to. I gotta you, we gotta get up and get our clothes real fast, and then you win points or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And you get that little Mickey Mouse gold ring that you saw <laughs> at the jewelry store. He did that with Jimmy. Yeah, uh, it was he Jimmy, did the yeah. he did the fake Duh. proposal. Yeah, that's so fucking weird. weird. Yeah, as a seven year old, like if your 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 fucking idol is telling you like 
if you tell your parents that this is happening, then we we will be destroyed. Oh, it wasn't and, even uh, you or me. It yeah, was it us. Was us. It was like that. And as a kid, you want to keep that secret. You yeah. Know? And as kids, they're pretty good at keeping secrets, you know? So it's like, man. The whole psychologi- like psychology behind it is so interesting to me because I'm trying to figure out not only were the kids just in awe of Michael Jackson, the parents were too. Yeah. And they just couldn't suspect Michael Jackson of doing something like that. Yeah. And it's weird because they would, you know, when they were interviewing the mom or the dad, they they were just talking about how in awe they were that Michael Jackson would choose their kid. Yeah, you can't see a con in an icon. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just like, what? they, They just didn't, they just didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there was the mom that was talking about how, you know, she did find it weird how every time uh, they started getting closer, uh, they, would book the, <laughs> they, they kept booking the rooms further and further yeah. away. And it, it, it didn't like bring up a red flag. Yeah. Like they were in uh, Paris mm-hmm. and then, you know, Michael would be like, oh, they couldn't um, get you a suite next to mine. So you, you're just going to be a couple of doors down. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they would go to Germany. They would go to Germany, and then, oh, we couldn't get you on the same floor, so we had to get you on the next floor because we can't have you in a small room. That's the only available suite. Right. I want you to be comfortable with children. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would just go to, they would go to like, I don't know, like Italy. Yeah. And then when they're in Italy, they'd be like, okay, well, I just got to send you off on a boat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> on gondola. <laughs> on, a, on a gondola. <laughs> because there's nowhere else you can sleep. There's no hotels left in Italy. Yeah, so have fun. <laughs> Fuck, man, this voice. It's, <laughs> you can't do it without I the voice. I want you to go outside, eat some pizza. If you come back, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Count to a thousand. How many? thousand. What's that? What's that? Ten thousand? Motherfucker, what's a what's a children? He kept yeah. on saying children. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just from the all the uh, the surgery. He surgery. just can't say he can't say the ch sound. Yeah, his lips and I love the t- I love the children. Children. That's why they couldn't suspect him. They didn't know who he was attacking. Right. God, how can you just be a, a parent and then like I guess you know when people say like when you have a child it changes everything and like you become more protective and want mm-hmm. to make the best for your child. But then, I, I kind of not. I just can't imagine your have, child sleeping with an adult. With an adult, like not a re- like adult, even if it's like the most person I I I idolize. Okay, well, let's put you in a scenario, right? So you have a you have a five year old kid. His name is Colby. Little Colby is dancing in front of uh, Usher, and Usher's like, "Yo, that's the next." It can't one. be Usher. Okay. Yeah. And his skinny ass legs. Yeah. Taking that picture in the sauna. I was thinking about the uh didn't he have what's he have again? What kind of S T D? Oh he has S T D? That's the rumor. Oh he probably does. I mean yeah. everybody I guess everyone does. That's true. Okay, let's go back to Okay, let's see. Who's who's somebody you 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 really fuck with right now? Right now? Idris mm. Alba? No. Nah. Mm. You know what? I would say like the most respectable figure, like like a Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Yeah. So, Barack Obama. <laughs> Khalif, I want to sleep with your kid. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Like he has that weird long pause. No, I've heard, I heard someone else, like someone having that same argument. I don't know where I heard it, but like, imagine. The president of the United States. Yeah, saying like, like, hey, come over to my house in, uh, in Pasadena. Okay, cool. 
It's like, uh, make sure you bring your kid Kobe. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, my Kobe's a big fan. It's like, uh, hey, uh, I'm glad you had some a good time at this dinner. How about, you know, you let Kobe uh, sleep over? It's like, okay. It's like, how about he be sleeping in my bed? It's like, nah. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know they're sleeping in the same bed. Like, what? Like, these yeah. parents, I just don't, I don't see it. And that's what the argument about, like, the whole exploiting and trying to blackmail. And, like, I could see it from that angle, but. Because I could also see if the president of the United States said, hey, like, why don't you let your kid <laughs> spend the night in the White House? And I'm like, oh, shit, why not? Dope, There's, yeah. like, secret services, everybody right. around here, right? Right. I'm not thinking about, like, fucking everybody running a train on my kid's booty hole. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm thinking about. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking that he's going to spend the night in one of the presidential rooms, mm-hmm. and they're going to sleep in a separate bed. He's going to wake up. He's going to have a presidential breakfast. Right. Have some pres- presidential lunch and crackers and have mm-hmm. some presidential water. I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm not thinking about all that, all that other stuff. But if the president said, "said, well, let's have him uh, sleep in my bed," then I'd be like, or like Kobe was like, "Hey, I got to sleep in uh, Brock's bed." I'm like, "What? What yeah. do you mean he slept in his bed?" Right. Exactly. I'd be pissed. Right. Huh. And ask questions like, so Michael Jackson, like what? the the parents though did have that same thing that uh, the R. Kelly parents had. Oh, you saw that the CBS interview thing. No, what's that? Oh, they just had like a six minute, eight minute. Like they had a rebuttal. Like they interviewed the parents, and so like uh, they called the the daughter afterwards, and was like, "Hey, this is dad," it's like, or "This is mommy." It's like, "Oh, hi." And then they had, I think it was a the the one that was not talking the most in the interview. Mm, okay, her little sister jumped on the phone and was like, "Hey," and then that kind of stalled the sister. Mm. And not delivering the uh, expected script that she's been delivering to her parents yeah. every time. So it's kind of like a moment for the parents, a moment of hope to make them believe that it wasn't too late to save their daughter. Oh. Because up to this point, it was like, you could feel like, I keep calling him Robert. I can't even call him Mark Kelly anymore. Like, oh. you're Robert now, bro. Yeah. Like, Robert the monster. Uh, he's just right there making sure that she's, you know, on script and making it sound normal. You know, even with his case, like with Rob, with Robert Kelly, his his whole <laughs> so weird. you're not even you're not even you're not even the same man. Yeah. When uh, Gail King was interviewing him, mm. dude, that shit was wild, man. That fool had an emotional breakdown. You talk about a man that could not compose himself to save his life. Yeah. Cause she was just at, yo, Gail King was super composed. You talk about a lady that knows what's up. She mm. was like, I'm not gonna let this guy. Uh, take like take control or like especially break me down. You don't scare me. That's mm-hmm. what she looked like. Mm-hmm. But then this fool, this fool texted me saying, "Doesn't R. Kelly look like he's making a, a, an album?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't far off, man. There's videos out now. Oh, really? Yeah, people are like freaking auto tune that shit. I was like, I was. If I knew how to do that shit, I'd be viral. Right they trying to take my life. Yeah, they try. <laughs> you don't want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, bro, you, you you can't help but make music, can yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> he, he was rhyming everything, too. I wish I knew what he said, but he was rhyming everything, yeah. and he didn't even know it. It's yeah. like, damn. I have a wife. Yeah. You try to take my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill myself with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did it over the fucking Trapped, trapped in the Closet like, oh my instrumental. God, dude. It's perfect. R. Kelly's like super mad out of shape, too. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he kind of looked. Yeah. yeah, you could tell by his pants because when he stood up, his dress <laughs> pants had those tiger stripes for being, oh, yeah. for being stretched out too. Yeah. 
It was. Like, oh. I know exactly what those are because I used to get those all the time on my pants, man. <laughs> <laughs> like his fucking pantsuit had those fucking sharp ridges on it just yep. from being stretched so hard. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, weird interview. I think the whole when the when the whole raid, what's it, raid Wat, Ro, Wade Robinson, <laughs> Wade Robinson, yeah. When he was talking, when he started getting into specifics about mm. the things that Michael Jackson Both was doing to him, yeah, it was wild. You know what's Wade sounded like, and from what I saw when he was talking about Michael Jackson, he sounded like he was talking about an ex boyfriend or girlfriend that did him wrong. Mm. That's what Wade Robinson. Essentially, yeah, that's right. The way he was brainwashed, yeah, I can see that. That's 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 the feeling that I got from mm. him, which kind of creeped me out. <laughs> and then Jimmy sounded like the he's still in love with Michael Jackson, mm. and he misses him. Like he misses the relationship that they had. Yeah, he definitely was sad when he uh, passed away. Like he felt like he disappointed him. Yeah, and then he was looking at the engagement rings, like, mm-hmm. and he kept them. It. It was the, he kept them. I know. I was like, why? Why are you keeping those things? Yeah, and he's looking at it like, man, I, I miss those days when he would kiss me in the mouth or something. You know, <laughs> that's how he did it. I think that's what he said. That but that's that's the face that he looked. That's how much he, he, he brainwashed. Said, him. He said his hand was shaking. Like he can't, he hasn't touched them since like then. I'm. I don't know, man. Oh, maybe because I was looking in his eyes, and his <laughs> eyes looked like he missed Michael Jackson just oh, from the for co- sure. Oh, yeah. Like he, you know, I'm not saying that. I mean, he was super young, so it was during a very impressionable time. Mm. I think the part of me that shocked me was how, when you looked at their body language and their demeanor, it looked like they were missing a huge part of their life. It didn't look like they hated him, right? Because in my mind, I think if I got older, I would think, okay. I obviously haven't been in their shoes, but I would think I I hate this man for doing this to me at such a young age. Mm-hmm. But for Jimmy, it seemed like he got frozen. Yeah, he was just like stuck. Like he couldn't. He was like almost trying to figure out his own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's coming. I mean like people complain or not complain, but like argue why didn't they come out with this sooner? It's like you can't it, get in their you mind. Can't you can't get in their mind? Everyone is in due time with how they process things. Like my own shit. Yeah, you know like. Being 32 and figuring out things that weren't normal when I was seven. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, that was not normal. And yeah. now I'm 30 and figuring that shit out, you know? And I think Wade Robinson, he's like 34, 35, you know? Oh, I'm not saying that I got, you know, my, my <laughs> finger hole butt. Why not? Whatever. <laughs> Did I even say that right? No, my, my butthole finger. I don't. Yeah, none of that. But, yeah, come to own terms. But Yeah, I mean, with Wade Robinson, dude, he was talking about Michael mm. Jackson would make him Bend over, bro. <laughs> make them. No, don't say it. So he could look at his butthole no. and then masturbate. Oh man! He said very it's specific so graphic. things. It it threw me off. Like I first of all, number one, let's just talk about how Michael Jackson. Even as let let's just take away the sexual predator part in general. Just his sexual preferences are weird. Yeah, as a human being, mm-hmm. aside from the, the the really glaring sexual preference that's very odd and sick. He would have him bend over just so he could look at the butt. Back to this. <laughs> <laughs> and when he said that, my jaw dropped. I was like, "Ugh!" I told you, yeah, man. And then with Jimmy, he said that he he would make Jimmy. No, Jimmy would suck his nipple, and then he would go off into a corner and jack off. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong oh, with this guy? And like I say, I'm not laughing because like the situation's funny. I'm laughing because I don't know what else to do because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's almost it's ridiculous and it's infuriating because 
What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, how do you process that? Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm talking about. His perversion got worse and worse because when it first started off with Jimmy, he didn't, he, Jimmy, from what they said was that, uh, or what it sounded like was Jimmy didn't perform sexual acts on Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was performing it on him. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he said that he initially, yeah, yeah, he gave him, uh, gave him head while he was sleeping, and then he would uh, kind of test his. What it sounded like, he would test his waters. Yeah, so he would do it while he was sleeping, and then when he woke up, he would be like, "Hey, so I, uh, I gave you oral sex," and mm-hmm. then he would. It almost sounded like he was testing. Yeah, totally. To see how he would yeah, be testing at. the boundaries for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even with uh, James, it's funny because I try to remember their names. Yeah, I was like, Dwayne Wade. LeBron James, Wade James. This makes no sense. <laughs> but uh, James said like uh, that he, that you know, Michael fingered him and he didn't like it and Michael started crying and shit. And oh, so that's right. As a seven-year-old, you're like, my idol is crying because I didn't make him happy. Oh, not even that. Now my you best friend. My best friend. Yeah. And this weird ceremony they had, like, I don't want to let him down, so... And I feel like Michael Jackson wasn't even crying. He was he was having it up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he did that to Wade Robinson too. He did the, the fake crying thing, but, right? Yeah, but yeah, the fake crying thing when like the, he when they found out that they were going to go to the Grand Canyon, and Michael was like, "Oh, this is your last night. I want to. I don't want to. I'm going to miss you guys." It's like, well, do do hey, do do. Dude, the faxes. He would fax Wade Robinson every fucking day, mm-hmm. nonstop, nonstop. Hey, well, he called him my little one. My little one. My little one, I miss you. Make sure you fax me tonight. Oh, I love miss- Applehead. Or whatever the fuck his yeah, name was. Yeah, he was like, what you doing, Applehead? <laughs> <laughs> what you do, Applehead? Get back over here, Applehead. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Bring those peaches over here, Applehead. <laughs> with your sexy little buds. Oh, man. And it was weird because I think he was very precise with those facts Because it's... Number one, they were pet names. But... Yeah. If you read it and you didn't know about his uh, relationship with these children, it just sounded like he was just having like fun talk or something. Yeah, because how I don't know how old he was when they were seven. Regardless, still wrong. Had to be he was either uh, late teens or twenties, twenties. He was in his twenties. Who? Michael? Michael's in twenties, right? What is he? I have Had no to be. idea. Or maybe thirties, maybe probably thirties. Yeah. yeah, because he was forty-four ish. When oh, he's 30s. he was forty four in in two thousand three, yeah. I believe, because even regardless of him getting off, you know, and having Neverland, uh, was it Neverland? Ranch? Neverland, Neverland Ranch, he was still having sleepovers with kids. He was having a sleepover with multiple kids. He was Multi- a hoe, like us. Yeah, that's the crazy. He wasn't even loyal. Yeah, that sucks. He was just sampling. Constantly from right. all these little kids, and then these kids like Wade Robinson started feeling a certain way because yeah. as they started to get older, he started feeling less attracted to them, mm-hmm. which is wild. <laughs> it's so wild, dude. So for him, it, it really is that he was attracted. First of all, to only young white boys, I know he so. had a certain flavor. Mm-hmm. Like th- if you notice in that whole docu series, there wasn't a single black Mexican <laughs> or Asian kid. Yeah, I don't know who. The other kids, because that one kid kind of looked. He's a little Latino. Yeah, Latino Philippine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 kid. also stated that Michael Jackson never touched him. Right. The one guy, fucking ah, the one that they testified against and yeah. settled for twenty million. That guy became so traumatized 
I'm pretty sure this is him. He got so traumatized that he got facial reconstruction or like to change his whole face. Change his whole face. I think he almost changed his name. And about a few months after Michael Jackson passed away, he shot himself in the face. <gasps> yeah. After winning twenty million dollars, I believe so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jordan. Oh fuck, I forgot his name. That's so fucking wild. Uh-huh. That's insane. Like all the kids that were like the adults, like Macaulay Culkin. I don't know. I feel like twenty million dollars. I could forget a lot of things. <laughs> I could forget. Yeah, I, we'll see I, that. I, we'll see you that. They're like, okay, uh, you'd be a pedophile watching this shit. And be like, okay, like, okay. You sure about that? <laughs> the ghost of Michael Jackson. You would never forget this day. Hey, <laughs> you tell me. You tell me right now. You was a little children. <laughs> you was a. You was a little tilted. You who forget did, about me. Who did that video? God, I need to find out. Yo, so the, what we're referencing right now is just somebody <laughs> on Instagram did, did no Snapchat did the Facetune thing, and they basically uh, face swapped and they face swapped Michael Jackson's face, and he was just doing the stupid impression as though he came back from heaven. Yeah, to admit his guilt. He's like, of course I fucked those kids. <laughs> what you thinking? What, what, what you think? <laughs> Oh man, this conversation is on fire. There's so many, <laughs> dude. There are so many just inappropriate jokes that are coming out from this right now. Just because, like, number one, I, like I said, I'm one of those people that adamantly defended. First of all, Joe, Joe defended the hell out of Michael Jackson. Really, Joe, Joe is the biggest Michael Jackson fan on this earth. He, when he went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. He went to the Michael Jackson oh. show. He got the gloves, the jacket, everything, and he was wearing it for like a month. <laughs> Joe definitely would have been one of those kids that got butt fucked, mm. and it would have just been too easy for Michael. Yeah, he definitely got normalized. Too like, easy for Michael. Yeah, he's like, you ain't even struggling. This ain't even fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you ain't putting no resistance. Oh, Put your clothes back yeah. on, Joe. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable. Joe, 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 put your clothes back on. Joe's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, you show me your butthole, Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jo- Joe's like one of those. Joe ain't no bitch, dude. Yeah, he do it. Joe ain't gonna take shit from nobody. <sighs> Man, I just don't know how to feel about it. It comes to question that the whole like artists and the personal whatever it's. Oh, I can't listen to another Michael Jackson thing ever. Oh, that's you know it's hard because like I I still catch myself humming like R. Kelly song. Me too. Out of nowhere. Sure. Like it was so uh, this. So part of our social fabric, man. Like I remember making my dad make me buy that or buy me that play school. Actually, he didn't buy me that shit. I got that from AJ's dad. Um, <laughs> the play school basketball court, and then fucking playing. I believe I can fly the opening sequence of uh-huh. Space Jam, you know, and having that music play in the background, and I'm like fucking jumping five feet from the couch to the you know basket and dunking it. R. Kelly, man. Yo, I didn't think that there would be an actual limit to, uh, for me anyways, with the separate the artist from the art. And I think I've mm. reached my limit with R. Kelly and also Michael Jackson, mm. which is wild to me, man, because I love Michael Jackson, man. You are not alone. That's a double whammy. Yeah. Two people. Yep. Two people that I'm disgusted of now. That's crazy, dude. And to me, to be honest with you, Michael Jackson's way worse. Because at least with R. Kelly, like his lowest number was like 14. Yeah. Michael Michael Jackson would see a, a, a 12-year-old kid and be like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> say, mm, nah. mm, you too old. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. He would go to a junior high and he'll be like, mm, Y'all motherfuckers old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> With your puberty and stuff. Uh, y'all smell different. Yeah. 
Is that pubes? Ugh. Oh, look at you, Greeks and Jansport backpacks. Oh. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you like Voltron? That's what I'm saying. So who's worse now? So is R. Kelly worse or is, uh, or is, uh, I'm not making a comparison really. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because now I'm thinking about it because number one, I think of how graphic the things that he did to those little kids. Michael, for sure. As a like for worse. me, Michael is way worse mm-hmm. just because of the age. Yeah. You know? The yeah. age bothers me. Mm-hmm. I know it shouldn't be affected. And, and the people that R. Kelly, whose lives he destroyed, they were very young too. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about, you know, 15, 16 to fucking four, five, six, seven. You know what mm, I mean? Right. And that shit blows my fucking mind. And I think like the, the, the part, when, how they set up the docuseries too, where they were talking about how he would perform on them. For some reason, for me, and I'm like, well, at least he's not making these kids do stuff to him, you know. Right. Not at least as anything's better or worse, but I'm just saying, like, maybe he had some kind of like weird moral boundary, mm-hmm. but he did not. He was just grooming them, and later on, the kids started performing it to him, mm-hmm. which terrible. Yeah, and Wade Robinson brought that racist ass comment where he said his hair felt like a Brillo pad. <laughs> don't even think he knew. <laughs> yeah. He's like, his hair was just scrunching like a brittle <laughs> man. I just wanted to grab his head and start scrubbing my dishes. <laughs> Scotch bright. Scotch bright. Oh, man. Yeah, it just like, just the, 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 the topic of uh, pedophilia is so hot right now, and we're just so obsessed with it, and it comes at such a high bubble right now. And it's burst for sure. I just don't know how it could be fixed since it's so taboo to talk about it. Like talk about it's like just a, a really uncomfortable thing to hear about. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for me, the only the only thing I can do to cope with it is just to laugh because it's just it's such a weird thing to hear Wade Robinson talk about the specificities of what that man would do to him. Mm-hmm. It didn't sit well with my stomach. So yeah. But do you remember details like details like that at seven or eight? No, I don't. Which is crazy. He remembers all these small things, like, right. like I said, like what he specifically made him do. Because as a seven year old, seven year old is I'm I'm like almost blank. Yeah, eight year old I could remember a bit, but seven I don't know. That's such an odd. I don't know. Then again, uh, who was like your big idol at seven? That did you ever get to see like a, a person that you really looked up to or was excited to see? What grade was I in when I was in se- when I was seven Shit, years old? What is that like? Uh, Five is kindergarten, six is first, second grade, probably. Yeah. Second grade, I don't remember shit from second grade, dude. I don't remember first and second at all. I remember kindergarten and third grade. You remember like going to like Disneyland or some shit? Did you go to Disneyland? No, nah, motherfucker. Oh, damn. Ugh. What the hell they have in Sacramento? Huh? What do we have? Yeah. We, we had <laughs> we had the gold mining where we would just <laughs> they would take us to Sutter's Fort and we would. Mine for There's no like icons or like oh, we popular had... newscaster. Like you knew that newscaster. Like oh, you know what? We had Vallejo around the corner, so we had like Six Flags and shit, and then mm. uh, Great America. So you wouldn't get hyped if you saw like Bugs Bunny and shit at Six Flags. No, Yo, you know what? I mean, Michael Jordan. You saw Michael Jordan? No, I never saw him, uh, but I'm saying somebody I idolized uh, um, as a kid, Michael Jordan for mm. sure. I'm just saying, like, if you met like some like for me, like who comes to mind at seven? I think I went to like a Mortal Kombat like world tour thing and they went to like the honda oh, mortal Kombat. they went to like the honda center and i my dude was jacks like i loved jacks oh the one black dude yeah yep. and the guy who was playing jacks was like akeem the machine off of 
Um, oh, King of the Machine sounds hella familiar. Yeah, WMAC from, Masters. Yes, yeah. yes, dude, him. He played him. So I was super fucking hyped. And I was like, I got the program. I waited outside. When he came out, I was like, oh my God. He had like his gym shirt on and like his pants and he has like his gym bag. And he came out. He had this like his dreads and he had like the red bandana. He came out. He was like, thanks for coming out the show. I was like, you're my favorite character. He's like, oh, thanks. Like, do you do anything? And I'm like, uh, no, I can't do like taekwondo or anything or fighting but i just really like i watch it every saturday like i i remember where i was in that parking lot which door he came through and then he came through the left side i knew like tsunamis whatever the other tsunami dude yeah. you remember that dude that did the uh the the, the yellow pants guy he kind of reminded me of luke king he would yeah, do the uh-huh. uh the scissor kick yeah thing. yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah all of them like yeah i remember all of them coming through that door and it's like akeem like i just remember that interaction, but Hakeem the machine, yeah, Hakeem machine, and then even going through like therapy and like family stuff and like unearthing all that stuff that I just kind of like didn't even touch. It's Def- like, oh shit, yeah. I forgot that shit happened. I'm not recreating a narrative. I was like, that actually did happen. I'm not trying to justify why certain parts of my life are fucked up, but that shit did happen, and I'm trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. So for a person who has like who suffers from or is a pedophile and they don't want to come out right with it. Like, how do they, if they come out and say like, I'm, I like little boys. Like I just, there's something wrong with me. How do we. It's hard, right? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know. Like, I wouldn't even know how to address that. I, is it true? Wait, I don't know if it's like I a think, fucking, I think also too. You know how with with psychiatrists, mm. uh, it's supposed to be a safe place for you to be able to say whatever. But if it's something like that, they have to report you to the police. Right. And then you're like, fuck. Then you're fucked. Because right. there was the seventh the seventh heaven guy was a pedophile, wasn't oh, he? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Ah, oh, the pastor. Yeah, the pastor. Oh, seventh heaven. heaven. When I see your happy faces smiling back at me. Seventh heaven. I love that show. She was so bad. Talking about Jessica Biel, mm-hmm. dude, and I do with uh, with Chuck and Larry. I do. Oh, 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 yeah. It, it was raining, and then <laughs> yeah. she had the multicolored underwear in the top. <laughs> yep. Jessica Biel, I'm yeah. telling you, man, she was bad, man. Bad as hell. I'm, She's still with Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. Well, he fucked up for a hot minute, and then. Oh, he, really? Yeah. Yeah, and then they got back together. Yo, somebody told me the story about Justin, and mind you, this is obviously not my story because this didn't happen to me. It was to a girl. But she said that uh, Justin would do this thing where um, he wouldn't approach a woman. What he would do is that he would, let's say they were at a club. Mm. He would be at the club. Shit's popping off. And then he would see a girl that he thinks is really cute. He wouldn't approach them. He would get his bodyguard to walk up to them, right? Mm -hmm. Tell them what's up. And says, yo, Justin would like to talk to you. And he would hand them uh, a disposable cell phone Hmm. and give it to them. It's like, yo, like, call Justin on this phone. And that's how they would talk and link up. And after that, they would just get rid of the cell phone or some shit. Mm. Isn't that shit wild? Mm, yeah, that's pretty wild. Who told you that? I don't remember. Was it you? Uh, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that was, was it, okay. was it me? I was like, I'm pretty sure a girl told me that. <laughs> I was like, was I was like yeah, he told me a girl told you that. Yeah, I was like, was it you? <laughs> yeah, but somebody told me that's what he does. Like, he does that thing with, like, a disposable cell phone or some shit. Mm. And then he would, like, have his bodyguards talk to them or some shit. That's smart. That's just wild. Yeah. I yeah. remember uh, it was a note, though. Like uh, uh, a girl 
she was like two years years older than me and she went to the Struis Mall and R. Kelly was there. I think it was either the Liquid Mall or the Struis Mall. And he had the bodyguard like pass a note. And then her friends, smart, they're like, no, don't do that. She's like, what? Why? It's like, it's fucking R. Kelly. Like, yeah, his music's banging, but you know, it's his real Leah. Another diehard Leah fans. And then she has like a very like uh, African look. Mm-hmm. And there's like a song. Oh, I forgot what song it is. There's a song that sounds very tribal. And like, to this day, my friend thinks that song's about her. Oh my God, <laughs> bitch, get the fuck out of here, dude. I was like, yo. Do you have any idea? First of all, that fool went to Africa. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Would you like to come with Rob to America? America. Yeah, that's America. definitely not about you. He had a thing for young African girls. Yeah. <laughs> That bitch lost her fucking mind. That's so funny. Like, people will manifest anything in their head just yeah. so they could feel special. Yeah, that's sad. She was a prime suspect. She would have been. She would have been. It would have been I'm, game over. She would have been had, locked up. I'm glad, she had, I'm glad she had some good friends to stir yeah, away. Yeah, that's smart, dude. She actually did have good friends. Like, yo, don't do it. Don't do it. Smart. Yeah, yeah I was like, initial was hot, but don't do it. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wonder how that is. Like, with the other girls, like... Azriel or whatever her name is. I know the last name. Her last name is Savage. That's a dope-ass last name. Mm. One of the girls that lives with R. Kelly. Like, she was the one that just, like... It's a funny thing because, like, you surviving R. Kelly, like, there was footage of them, both of them, like, singing and want to be mm. musicians and artists and help have, you know, R. Kelly mentor them. And in this interview, they're like, we never wanted to sing. Our parents forced us to. Like, they said go this would be a great opportunity to work with r kelly and if you can try to sleep with him and get it recorded so that if things backfire we can blackmail him and that's their argument that's the story that's sticking to right now which is like a like whole, their parents said that their parents said that like so it's a it's a whole new storyline to this r kelly shit and the the, the kids are saying the that kids, that's what the parents said mm-hmm, yeah see but both of them they're saying like they both have different parents but the way that the other girl was agreeing with the other girl. It seemed like, oh yeah, that's the story that R. Kelly told us to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gail was like, wait, not Gail. yeah, get wait, Gail, yeah, Gail was yeah. like, wait a minute, uh, are you saying wait, your parents? Like, oh, my parents did it too. Like, it was like, uh, they were on a script for sure. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting to watch. And she has this whole fucking breakdown, and she's crying. And says like, people don't understand. We love each other. Like, there's people out there who are in relationships with multiple people. Like, why can't we? And Gail's like, this is a different situation. It's like, it's, you don't know. You don't understand. And Dude, she starts man, that crying. Bra- that brainwashing is wild, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Abducted in plain sight. I haven't seen that, but... Oh, that, that one's weird, too, man. And like I said, that thing is so weird and is so uncomfortable and so inappropriate. I'm laughing through the Inappropriate? Whole thing. I heard about something like he kidnapped her and made her feel like... They had like a little speaker box or some shit like that? Okay, so... <laughs> Number one, I didn't watch the whole thing, okay. right? And this is abducted in plain sight. But there was this guy that basically, he's a fucking freak. And he's kind of a, a psychopathic genius. So he would basically kind of meld into these communities. And it's, it's like very innocent human beings. Mm. They, they wouldn't suspect anything of him. He was like the town hero, the town everything. And so with this young girl, he somehow duped her and abducted her by getting her to believe that aliens... Right. We're speaking so through a speaker box wow. and that the the story I can't remember exactly just because I was so freaked out, but basically <laughs> you're they, freaked out. They had to reproduce 
They had to have sex and reproduce to save like the human race or something like that. And he would do that through like a fake radio box. How old was she? She was super, super young. Oh. And for her, she felt like there was a duty. She had this duty to fulfill. Mm. Right? And I'm talking about, yo, it was opening up to some weird shit. This is the part that I laughed at that I shouldn't have laughed at. But it's just because, it, you know, it's crazy. it was so crazy. But he somehow duped one of the guys in the town to suck his dick. <laughs> Oh, I did hear about that. Wasn't that her dad? I, I'm not sure. It I might this, have been her I dad. I think this is how they like how he set it up. It was her dad, and then like he slept with her mom. Oh, as shit. well. That's I'm pretty wild. sure. Yeah, he go, he was like, you know what? My relationship with my wife or something is really bad, and I'm just really sexually frustrated. Man, can you suck my dick? <laughs> and the guy was like, I guess. <laughs> and then lo and behold, he started he sucking it. his dick. And then when he was talking about, it, he goes, I gave him fellatio. And he started tearing up. Oh, no. But I started laughing. Because, like, I'm trying... The only reason why I'm laughing is because I don't think there's a single human being on Earth as a heterosexual male can tell me about his woes and his problems with his wife. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yo, nah. Yo, yo, Khalif, man. <laughs> What's up, bro? Yo, man, Mariel's being a bitch, dude. So, like, oh, the other man. day, she... Yo, first of all, we haven't had sex in a minute. I don't even Dang. find her attractive at all. Oh, man. And I just haven't been able to get my nut off, man. What? Can you suck my dick? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I'll how, do anything. how how innocent are these people that to Where was it? What state is it? I don't know what state this is. I, I don't know, but I think everybody West was Coast. talking about how it was a very small town mm-hmm. and that people just everybody trusted everybody. <laughs> so, like to that extent. Right. I'm talking about whatever we as Americans think about Canadians being nice, uh-huh. magnify that times ten. Man. It must have been in Idaho. And it was weird because when he kidnapped her and because she believed in this whole narrative of the whole alien race thing happening, she adamantly believed that she loved this guy. Mm. Like she loved him and she defended him till till the end. So like I guess people would ask after she, you, know, you were kidnapped and she goes, no, like we just went on a trip and she would just develop this whole story either by herself or it was corroborated with him. Mm. But she stuck with it because she felt like she had a duty to protect the earth. <laughs> Isn't that that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life? You have to be so sheltered and so exactly because as a ten year old kid or something like that, I, I forgot how old she was. Right. I when somebody started speaking through a speaker, like yo, that's an alien, and basically now we got to fuck. I would like the fuck get the fuck out of here, dude. You think you would? Do you remember like those those weird ass uh, alien specials on like channel like Fox? Talking was, about X Files? It was X. No, it wasn't X. I mean X. That shit, but like. Do you remember how much ghost stories scared you at 10? Oh, ghost stories story sales scare me now. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember, like, anything was possible. Like, the, that homie, that that fob homie from Philippines yeah. would tell me, like, some scary stories from the Philippines. Like, it's just like, you know, these half bodies walk, floating in the air. I'm like, what the fuck? And I remember being, te- like, devastated mm. and wanted to sleep in the same bed with my parents so like i could see why that girl would freak out and, f- and just believe everything and just he was believe saying. in it was she like the only child I, he would but i think he, he he didn't he had to have like oh he drugged, drugged her yeah he, he was had drugging to have her drugged too her. yeah so she was probably in a very just weird like lucid state mm. and that probably influenced right how she was thinking too dude people are weird man the seventh heaven guy uh, who else? Wow, fuck. Who else? This funny spot. R. Kelly, Seventh Heaven, dude. Uh, 
uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, my band teacher. Your um, band teacher? Yo, let me tell you this story <laughs> real quick, dude. So in high school, there was this girl uh, who had a relationship with the... I, I don't know the exact terminology, the headmaster chief of JROTC, <laughs> right? And so I, I shit you not, there was this other dude, his name was Jerry, and he actually went out with her. Now, Jerry was just really awkward guy. Just mm. very, like, just imagine an extremely gaunt, skinny Asian dude, braces, just, just dweeby looking as hell, bowl cut, and he was just that point dexter that would always point out what, everything that you're doing wrong. He would be the, excuse uh, me, teacher, uh, we yeah. didn't get our extra credit. That was that, he was that type uh. of dude. So he actually went out with this girl, right? <laughs> and she looked like a very normal girl. So I used to make jokes, not about, not about Jerry, mm. but I, like her, I would be like, yo, how does she get all those like fucking like JROTC bands? Has she been there as long as you, Jerry? So what she been doing like be after school? Like we would make, oh. I would make jokes like that, oh, right? No. Lo and behold, fucking the news pops up, right? So she got caught at this place called Norman Water Norman Waters Park in Sacramento, mm-hmm. having sex with that chief master dude in the car before school would start. Oh, Christ! And I that joke came true, and I, yo, that dude Jerry was devastated, man. I mean, I I think I don't know why he was devastated because they weren't together, uh-huh. but you like, <laughs> which I still don't understand. He had a big day. crush, yeah. Maybe he still really liked her, yeah. But you, dude, that happened, and I guess like during my um, same school, Florin High School, there was a, a teacher that uh, got baited and switched. He basically got uh, fucking what, what was the the twenty twenty guy. Oh fucking uh Chris Hansen. Yeah, Chris Hansen, yeah. He got Chris Hansen by um the the sheriff department and so they pretended to have a, a different online alias and uh as as a young person and mm-hmm. he was communicating with that girl and they rendezvoused at a hotel and the cops busted him and arrested him. Isn't that, and it goes back to that point of like these televisions or whatever these specials about catching the predator like how it's so glorified and so going back to the people who like in, haven't acted on these impulses and know they're wrong. Yeah, like it, it, it scares them into not confessing or not confessing, but seeking help. Like that's what I'm really intrigued with. It, and this, 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 I guess um, this age number that we put in society. Mm-hmm. I wonder how recent of a construct that is. Just because. Um, Number one, Elvis. Elvis's wife was like 14, too. Or yeah, something. like we don't talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about Elvis, man. Shit, yeah. I'm tired, man. It's tough, dude. <laughs> R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, man. And then Elvis Presley had that shit, too. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of All people. All of them, dude. It was, it was so rampant. And if we even go even further back, back in the day, mm-hmm. like people had these arranged marriages yeah. with young, young women. Right. Like they were in their 14, 13, or 12, and they would end up having kids or, you know, birthing like, kids super young. Yeah. And, yeah. And I like, think, like, even if you go back into, like, Greek or Roman history, there was, like, young boys that were just fucked all the time or some mm-hmm, shit like mm-hmm. that. So I wonder if it's, like, a recent construct that they put this age gap. Like, you can't have... But even for me, like, I'm not a... Attra- I would never be attracted to somebody that young. They look disgusting to me. Like, they look and smell disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's, <laughs> yo, if there's any 14-year-old kids that are listening to this right now... <laughs> Just know that you smell. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something nice, huh? I'm, I'm saying this as a guy who used to be 14. Yeah, I smell. We, we smell. We smell like backpack sweat and mm. cologne that didn't X, make sense. Yeah, X. You know? Yo, I wonder, though, if kids do smell better now just because the internet probably, you know, gets them to look better and shit. <laughs> 
Because I know we didn't have that when we were in junior high and stuff. We had to figure out how to dress just by how other kids dress. So we all looked like kids. Oh, you're talking about social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in mm. high school, these kids don't look like kids anymore. They look like mm. they're trying to be adults. Mm. Yeah, I try to do less guessing game, and I stuck with my fucking uh, uniform. You know, mm. uniforms in, like, elementary school? Yeah. I still roll that shit in, like, middle school. Yeah. But then I was like, now I'm the athlete, so I could just wear shorts and a shirt. My PE shirt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy. Yeah, I did that shit too, but I wasn't an athlete. They're like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> like why are you acting like you play basketball, David? You big ass. Put your big ass down. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, kids have swag, man. Kids it's weird, so- man. I say, kids better watch out, man. You over here just wearing makeup and shit. People are going to snatch you up. You better watch out. There's a lot of creepy ass people in this world, man. Yeah. I don't, to- trust, I don't trust people at all. Trying to act grown. But is it, is it being acting grown or just finding your self-expression? I don't fucking know, dude. My or kid being, ain't doing shit. Uh, I want my kid I, I want my kid to be a kid. Yeah. That's what I want. What I want that? The, I, I don't know what that is. What's that, what that's going to look like in the next five years or whatever. Because I get scared. Yeah. I get scared that they want to grow up too fast or they, they're just too busy trying to be something that they're not. It's not in their control. Yeah, that's why I think that's why Dave Chappelle just moved out to the butt fuck of nowhere and shit, like in Illinois. Yeah. So his kids can be kids. Yeah. You know, and when they want to be adults, they can be adults. And I feel like that 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 area where these children are allowed to be kids have disappeared, mm-hmm. or or it's really short now because mm-hmm. because they they want to be something that they're not, or they feel like they have to be something. They have to be the people that they idolize, and there's a faster mm-hmm. way for them to get that knowledge on how to be an adult. Right. Now. Yeah. Because YouTube is wild. So instant. Yeah, they can teach themselves. Like tutorials, tutorials all day. Like just try and figure that out by yourself. Like Dude, that's, that's cool. That's what I'm saying. Like even when I see these kids who are young choreographers and young dancers, <sighs> and they're dancing like some sexy ass music and shit, like, and they're oh twerking. My, I'm like, yeah, ooh. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's dope. It's like 11 year old choreographer. It's like, oh my. Yeah, it's what? like dope. You could dance, but what the fuck are you doing? Right. Like, why are you dancing like that? Just, Pussy popping and shit. You're fucking like ten, dude. Right. I would. I would three hundred kick my kid in the face. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you, child. Yeah, I, I never get those when those videos pop up on Instagram and just like these kids in like stilettos and shit. It's like what? The yeah, and they're doing like twerks and dropping it and like yeah. It's like you're ma- you're like doing like the mating call like and it's there's, like and there's adults teaching these kids man yeah I was watching this dude um oh what was his song but it was mad graphic yeah they'd be either a Cardi B song or a, or something like that but it was <laughs> mm-hmm. like a super graphic song and you know they bleeped out the curse words or whatever but the song is already you sexually suggestive yeah. but it was he's a really popular choreographer his name is uh, Matt Stefania mm. and he was teaching this young girl how to do this dance. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yo, dance is a form of expression or whatever. And people can call me old fashioned or whatever. But I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm not trying to have any kid express themselves hypersexually at a very young age. Hypersexually, yeah. You know, I think it's a little much. And I think when an adult teaches a kid that, it's a little odd for me. Like, I don't know the dude. He might be a great guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure his intentions weren't bad. But for me, as an adult, when I see that, I think now I look at him like, well, are you a Michael Jackson now? Right. The fuck you doing teaching this kid like these all these sexual because it looks mad innocent. Mm-hmm. Now it's, now it has me second guessing shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm not slandering him. I'm just using him as an example. I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure he's just it's just music and dance to him. It's just a form of expression. Mm-hmm. But because of this document documentary and this and these docu series, it's getting me to think. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the motivation behind this? Yeah, I'm just trying. Like when I think it was James when he was saying that uh, he his 
you know, his penis started swelling and like that <gasps> was a new thing for him. I was like, damn, did I get my first boner around seven, eight years? Like, I don't really yeah. remember that. But like watching this new series, I don't know if you heard of it, Pin 15. Mm-mm. from the, uh, It's just two girls who like are 30. They're our age, but they're playing middle schoolers. So everyone else in the cast, they're like legit 12-year-olds. But they're trying to, they're, they're, every uh, episode is like, like going through puberty or having a crush or trying to fit into that group. And so the third episode was about um, the girl uh, becoming horny. And she's, and it was funny because it's like a spoiler alert, whatever. It's like the opening shot. It's like, it's a close up on her vagina. Like she's wearing pants. It's like her vagina, but it's like, it's like beating. And I was watching my girlfriend and she was like, this, that's so fucking funny and weird, but that's exactly how it feels like. Oh and, really? And then I had I talked to like my classmates in the acting class. They're like, "Yeah, Pin Fifteen that episode. Like, that's exactly how it feels like." So so weird. Like, and then from then on, she's like, you know, humping her pillow and like touching herself in front of the mirror and just like really trying to find her sexuality. And so it's just kind of like, well, is this dancing a good way of expressing that? I don't know. Like, that's I'm just, so fucking confused, man. I still find it weird. I remember when I found, first found out that girls masturbate too. I was like, what? Yeah. How? You don't got a dick. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What are you stroke? The bitch is like, I masturbate too. <laughs> what? Yeah, we got dicks. It's like, you have urges like that? I thought I had to bring that shit out of you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you want sex too. What? Yeah. That was <laughs> just, weird. It was one of those like, bam, 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 bam. Was it sex ed? No, this is just talking to girls. And they're like, oh. yeah, we masturbate. I was like, what you, what you <laughs> mean? Yeah, we masturbate. Yeah. What? Like, what else do you do? We fart. You fart? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me you take a poop, too. Because <laughs> I poop. You poop? <laughs> <laughs> we got two holes. It's like, two what? <laughs> what you mean, two holes? <laughs> Fucking blue. I should blew my mind. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think growing up as a kid, we just don't know shit. It's just... Uh, <laughs> We just know that we feel a funny way, and then mm. we have to figure it out. Specifically, in my family, my, my parents never talked to me about any of that shit. Yeah, same here. They didn't talk to me about any form of sexual education. And I think my dad never talked to me about like sexual predators coming after me, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me sad, which means that he knew I was undesirable. People's <laughs> <laughs> just white fans come okay. up, they just open up the door, they go, <laughs> nah, that ain't it. <laughs> and they just drive right off. <laughs> yeah, I never had that. I never had that conversation. The birds and the bees. Yeah, never. I, I don't know any. I don't, I'm trying to figure out, and I can't even pinpoint when I started figuring out about sex. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I didn't have that conversation with my parents. I just knew that because I went to, I grew up in a church. I just knew that if I had sex, I would explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I That's kind of the feeling I had too. Yeah, it's like if I stuck my penis in a vagina, I would just explode, <laughs> and just and all of a sudden, or a just baby vapor. would just happen, and I'm like yeah. too young for that shit. Yeah. Do, do you remember in elementary school they used to say? Um, there was that rumor if you held somebody's hand, you would get you would have a baby or something, or you would get <laughs> pregnant. They, 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 they would say they would say that shit to scare you off from having like kids or like what a boyfriend fuck? or girlfriend. I have never heard that. But Bart told me about so that's like a parallel that we have with our um with our childhoods. Like I guess like in his school when he was younger, mm-hmm. they said that too. So Bart would always try to hold hands with girls <laughs> just so he could get them pregnant. Fucking little pervert. <laughs> This fool would I have say, never heard that. This fool would say some stuff about him as a child. I'm like, dude, I, I'm surprised they're not doing a docu-series on you, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Bart's so innocent. <laughs> nah, I never did anything like that. Yeah. 
But it's such a weird thing. Oh, shit. Well, that was an hour. Oh, shit. For real? That was a straight up hour or so. Uh, maybe even a little less. Maybe like 50 minutes. Oh, dope. We got sponsors? We got pre-roll or anything? Or? Not on this one. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anyways, guys. Uh, yeah, man. This was a hot topic. And, you know, we had to do this one. Um if you guys have any suggestions about <laughs> stuff that you guys want us to talk about, current events, topics, advice, leave that in the comments below on the YouTubes. And you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, uh, CastBox, whatever you could think of. I don't think we on SoundCloud, though. But we got like 30 other options. So check us out there. Khalif Boyd, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Khalif Boyd. And uh, Twitter, uh, Hey underscore California. All right, y'all. Well, that concludes this episode. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. And just to say, uh, children, just uh, just uh, yup. I'm I'm committing all the way. Lisa, it's your birthday. Dude, happy birthday, Lisa. What was your first Napster song that you downloaded? It was definitely a Boys to Men song. Um, I was remember the time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Give yeah. them a little. Do you remember the time <laughs> we fell in love? Do you remember the time when we first met, girl? There you go. I That's missed. You know what? It's really sad though. My favorite Michael Jackson song is "You Are Not Alone." No, it's not. Really, it is. Oh, especially when they get to that part where they harm. No. <laughs> Tell me why. Damn, that was a brainwashing song. Yep. Anyways, guys, cool. <laughs> see you next time. Peace. Peace.